You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 3, Episode 11, Birthday. A powerful vision knocks Cordy out of her body, leaving her physical self in a vegetative state, but a guide on the astral plane offers her a new lease on life. I'm Illyrio. Go. And now I'm Ian. Hey, Ian. I'm so used to introducing myself on my own podcast. Uh, well, <laughs> two podcasts I have. <laughs> Welcome, Ian. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me along. It, it's, it's great to be here. It's great having you. Um... Hey everyone! Uh, it's a new episode of uh, Redemption Cast. It is mere days since the six-year anniversary of Potential Cast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say that Ian hasn't been on here probably as long as I have. I mean, <laughs> hey man, about the same amount of time. <laughs> Life is a wondrous, <laughs> wondrous thing. And as Steph mentioned earlier, my kids are really busy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, luckily we're we're covering an immortal vampire's life so we've got plenty of time <laughs> yeah we're doing really well <clears throat> okay. what, the... what what kim sorry i just nearly had some road speech oh. oh are you on the road i am i'm on the john valley parkway nice that means nothing but... i know what the dvp is you never call it the DVP, do you? It's just the Dawn or the Dawn Valley, right? All right. Anyway, sorry. Go on. It's okay. So what everybody think of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view last night, the other night? Never mind. Uh, that's for John Sterling, who I know doesn't listen. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, Cordy, um, it's her birthday. She's popping pills. Hey. <laughs> I was like, oh no, is this another intervention kind of episode thing? Oh, thank God it wasn't. Phantom Dennis yeah, because... is here. I love it. And and we got to see Doyle kissing Cordy again. Yay. <laughs> it's always good uh, to see Doyle. And Skip. We got Skip again. And I, and I hate Skip. I think he's evil now. Steph, you were saying before I cut you off unceremoniously? Oh. Uh, Cordy's birthday. Oh, oh! What's great is we've we've saw Cordy over the past, uh, I guess this season, hiding her uh, all the pain that she's in from yeah. Angel in the game. She was even getting examined, like getting and, cat scans and stuff. Yeah, but those aren't cheap, and, right, guys? Help me out, American friends. How much do those cost? Uh. uh Yes, they're very expensive. And she doesn't have I insurance with Angel Investigations, right? No. So who's paying for those? Mm, maybe she's working it out in payments. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so this has been going on for a year. Wow, that's to, crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah, and 
uh, you know, it starts out, they're cleaning the floors, they're cleaning up the hotel. I could not remember what happened. I had to go back and read the, the last episode when the baby is being born. All of these demons are coming to the hotel for the baby. Yeah. And yes. so there was, that's when Wesley had the flamethrower. Ah. So there was a huge. Oh, and it's when um, the doctor came and had cages. Yeah, yeah. Angel dropped a grenade, and it was a big mess. Yeah, yeah. So, so having to clean up. The funny thing about this is that uh, Angel refuses to let Cordy hold the baby because uh, you know she's been down in the muck cleaning her hands. But as soon as she comes back out from the bathroom, still wearing these these really mucky clothes, that's when he decides to <laughs> hold the baby. Like, yeah, your hands are clean. Uh, eh, whatever about the rest of you. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm, all of that scrubbing and stuff was nothing. The real point is her acceptance speech. I remember making acceptance speeches. I remember. Here's the thing, guys. (laughs) They avoided the trope of her thinking she was alone and then Fred surprising her with applause. She was actually doing it for Fred's benefit, you guys. That's how confident she is. Yeah. Like absolutely She's amazing. To somebody. Yeah. So that was cute. And then Gunn comes out and he's he's all covered up and did he did he have a hairnet? I, I seem to have a, 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 a memory of him wearing like a head covering, but he's like bald. I just thought I it was funny. Was it a do rag or no? No, I think no. It was a medical hair thing, you know, not just a hairnet, one a hospital hairnet. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like a, one of those, uh, like when you visit the dairy, Robin. <laughs> you, you know, they make milk in other places. Yeah, I know because my wife has been working quite a lot with a with a dairy oh, producer, and so she has to wear those things when she visits plants in Wisconsin and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, but I forget uh, what it's called. It's 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 like a shower cap style, and I, and I bet it yeah. was a shower cap from one of the rooms. <laughs> uh, uh, how about that cake? Great oh cake man, for that was awesome. <laughs> well, that People was really great. That Courtney would be a great Wonder Woman, or Chris oh, really? would be a great Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, at least Buffy fans. <laughs> I don't disagree. My Andy Kessmeyer with the crossbow and all. <laughs> yeah. And then so, it's uh, take uh, the can... baby, take the baby, right? Yeah. Because they think that she's just excited about getting gifts, but really she's about to collapse. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. And man, she goes and right into that case. Right in of... Yeah. Were you saying, Ian? I mean, it's just, of course, they had to do it right there in front of all the sharp instruments. <laughs> and the glass that breaks and shatters yeah, around it. Yeah, falls into the cabinet, yeah. No. That's, that really is, like, the worst. <laughs> uh. Maybe move the weapons cabinet out of the lobby. I, don't know. <laughs> I think that's happened several times now. That cabinet doesn't have good luck at all. And, you know, let's get some solid doors, people. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you really need to see the weapons. And it's frosted glass anyway. Like, why get frosted glass? Just just get solid doors. Yeah. Um, and then she has her vision. So and then into... we cut to commercial, right? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was, was... watching it on Netflix. Yeah. Credits, I thought. <laughs> credits. Well, Thank you. Really, yes, uh, credits. Credits. Oh, right, right. Oh. Before we uh, cut to the what happens after, yeah. I have to mention that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> her this episode actually takes place um well the, i mean it aired january 14th 2000 right okay and in the episode the prodigal uh they actually set up uh the security system for angel investigations uh with cordy's birthday which was may 22nd so um one strange thing is uh that uh you know obviously the the dates are different but also that this is also around the time when Buffy the Vampire Slayer usually airs like their birthday episode for Buffy's birthday. So I think the writers got into this thing where, like, we should do like a birthday episode about this time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, you know, it was revealed that her birthday was uh, May 22nd in The Prodigal. And I just wanted to say The Prodigal was the first season episode of Angel uh, covered by Redemption Cast on June 26, 2012. Yay! Wow, 2012. So, uh, 2012. I was much thinner. Um, we have a really kind of awesome reveal, uh, and it's instantaneous. Uh, she's she's out of her body, guys. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice. I really i i gotta love. I gotta tell you guys, I love this stuff. I love this 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 yeah. whole conceit of the one of the characters is out of their body and they can't communicate but they can observe i love it it's so christmas carol i was hoping there'd be three demons i know or it's a wonderful life yeah Yeah. it's a wonderful life it's what i was thinking all we got is uh the skip of uh a los angeles present um more on skip later let me tell you i'm not his number one fan wow okay um self-serving no it was okay i'm gonna cut right to it here's my theory guys skip offered cordelia this deal because he knew it would alter the past and it would mean that angel would not have gone into his prison dimension and beaten him and helped that other guy escape which is like the one uh um black mark on his record and so i think skip did Uh it all for himself that's what i think there was no altruism well, in what Skip me, was doing. This this is my theory because I can't remember what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but my theory is he's trying to get Cordy out of the picture because of her visions for some reason. Well, I I, I was convinced it was just a simplistic? time difference thing. Or like a time travel thing or a, you know, like fork in the road yeah. type thing. Um I, I enjoyed his little play-by-play on the on the tel- on the, on the telestrator. I thought that was cute. Um, very Madden. Oh, the football, football thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's poor Cordelia. She can't get back in her body. And then as soon as Fred found those pills, I was like, "Oh no, she's got the pills, and they're gonna find out." Oh, and then how, how sad was it that Wesley? No, it wasn't Wesley. It was Gunn and Fred, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Gun and Fred had to break the news <laughs> to Dennis. That was so sad. That was sad. Uh, because oh. you imagine, like, Dennis is like a pet. It's like a pet that waits all day long for Cordy to come home. Oh, my God. That's ghostist what you're saying. He's not her pet. <laughs> but he can't leave. He's trapped there. She's yeah. his whole world. True. Yeah, which is why you kind of wonder, like, so where did he get that party hat and the confetti and the banner? <laughs> ah, she probably had it in a drawer somewhere. Most likely. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the confetti was great. I really thought Fred's introduction so was awesome. amazing. I'm really kind of, uh, I think they're hitting us over the head pretty hard that Gunn has a crush on Fred. Yeah, he seems to be really into how cute she is. You're so cute, Fred. And yeah, then, it's fairly obvious. Yeah, and then later when he's holding Cordy's underwear, which by the way is the, is the way I always break the ice when I want to talk to a cute girl, I hold someone else's bra in my hand <laughs> to distract what? from how nervous I am. You see. Yeah. Uh, last year, is. when we talked about Angel, like the last time last year, whenever, <laughs> uh, did we talk about how how? Uh, J. Michael Richards, J. Michael, J. August Richards, yeah. and uh, Amy Michael Acker David. were uh, roommates. Really? Trailer mates. Like they shared a trailer. They shared a trailer. And I always wonder, were they, were they just friends? Were they romantic? Well, those trailers aren't that big. Yeah, maybe they weren't there at the same time. Mm -hmm. Somebody sure. let us know. Yeah, yeah somebody let listeners. us know. Here we have one viewer right now. I Hello, viewer. Gossip. Thank you for watching us and listening to us right now. Um, it might be Kim. If you were a PA on the side, a set of uh, Angel, please uh, yeah, let us, us know. We want. Come on and dish. Give us all the dirt. Come on, it's been years. Redemptioncast at gmail. It's been like fifteen years. Yeah. yeah, it has, hasn't it? <laughs> More like sixteen. I, yeah, yeah, sixteen. Um. So, uh, yeah, Angel is kind of reacting to this because, like, furious, furious at Cordy for not letting them know what was going on. Oh man, it, has Angel always been a control freak? I think he feels a lot of responsibility for you know protecting his friends. So he's going to be a jerk. <laughs> Uh, at the same time, he's kept a lot of secrets from them, That's especially different. last season. That's different. He's an immortal vampire. <laughs> he's got a secret. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a whole different personality to deal with. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I wasn't a fan of him, uh, um, you know, really intimidating Lauren. You know, he, that he was business, terrible. There's no reason. Pretend to get all physical with Lauren. And poor Lauren, one of his horns is broken. Are you kidding? Oh, oh no, that looks painful. That looks terrible. Apparently, they grow back. <laughs> yeah, but still. Yeah, and how easy was it to find a loophole in that spell that he could write it down? Mm. He couldn't say it. You know, like what he was told, but he could write it down. I thought that was lame. Yeah. Oh, that's. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the except, powers that be didn't really Except know. the powers that be, the powers that be wanted Angel there. Yeah, or at least skipped it. One of the two, you know. 
So they wanted that loophole, you know? Maybe. Yeah, because well, otherwise they couldn't convince... Um, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Ian. Yeah, no, you, all I'm saying is one or the other, because if Skip's the one who's manipulating the situation, then just... I think uh, one of the great things about uh, this is that uh, Cordy is trying to... You know, not trying to just like solve her own problem. She's just trying to communicate this vision. So it's this address. She's trying to get to Angel, yeah. and then she ends up using him as a meat puppet for a couple minutes, which is really funny. That was oh, really I was funny. hoping, I was hoping that they they would be like a body switch for a split second. Oh, I, <laughs> I was really hoping to see Angel have the Cordelia isms. <laughs> Freaky that would have been hilarious, but oh, it didn't quite happen. Yeah, that would have been really great. Um, uh, and cool that he didn't even bother um, tracking Angel out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that, that's something Cordy would have done. Yes, yeah. I agree. Um, I yeah, totally I agree. Think, I don't know. I think maybe old Cordy would have done that. I think the Cordy we have now is on a mission, you know? Yeah. Um, she... But we're saying it would have been funny. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> but it would also would have been typical. So true. You know, and I wouldn't have i I wouldn't have held it against the show. Ah. Um. While 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 you were parking, uh, Kim, um, we we had talked about how uh, uh, Gun seems very concerned about how cute Fred is. And right. How they're really kind of hitting us over the head about uh, Gunn having a crush on Fred. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't like it. Ooh. Why uh, not? I was I almost so like shipping them. I don't know why. I, 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 uh, it just seems a little not not obvious, but what's her? Um, Fred was so clearly enamored with Angel. Oh yeah. And then there's this sort of weird triangle going on. It's just like, ugh. And he's going to be like, what about me? And then she'll look at him and be like, I didn't know that you felt that way. And oh, I don't know. I just think it's going to be ridiculous. What about yeah. Wesley? What about Wesley? Yeah, poor Wesley. There's that whole, like, they're still in that remember. You, that you forget where... about Dennis, you know? Oh, oh gosh. Dennis. Chemistry There's there. like a love octagon going on here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking weird. of the octagon, but Wesley's yeah. got that. Wesley's got that weird post, uh, you know, almost murdering Fred with an axe thing going on too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When uh, oh man, Wesley. So uh, Cordy's in the um, in, in the Matrix. astral plane. <laughs> She's. She she keeps hearing this kind of voice and there's kind of, a, you know, like the shadow. And then all of a sudden it materializes and we see our old buddy, our old pal, our old comrade, Skip. Yay, I thought. Yay. I got a bit of trivia for that. Yep. Uh, People are insane for Skip, says David Greenwald of the enormous fan reaction after Skip was re- introduced in that vision thing, which is why his character was brought back to be Cordelia's guide in this episode. David Denman, the actor who plays Skip, 
says that when Charisma Carpenter told him how excited she was to work with him, quote, I thought she was kidding with me. Um, by the way, uh, that vision thing was a third season episode of Angel covered by Redemption cast on December 3rd, 2015. <laughs> um, that was only eight episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, we recall um, Angel went down to whatever dimension Skip was guarding uh, evil guy, Senator yeah. Sun, and um, beat Skip and then really? released an awful evil guy. And my contention is that Skip yep. is, uh, he wants his perfect record back of being an awesome guard. And he figured the way he would do that was convince Cordy to change her life, change her past, therefore affecting Angel, therefore making sure that Angel never went down there because without Cordy's visions, he wouldn't have to go down there and release anybody in exchange for Cordy's uh, uh, mm-hmm. health oh. and safety. And so Skip then got what he wanted. And I think that Skip is That's a, a good theory. selfish, self-centered. Uh, it wasn't altruistic. It had nothing to do with the powers. I think it was all Skip. I think it was just Skip trying to... He, he was just... He was just doing something for Skip, not for anybody else. I think that's a good theory because of his reaction to later on her decision later. Mm-hmm. Let me get to it. Just the look on his face, like why is he so angry when he's like But it's it was a pleasure being your guide. You know, like Yeah. Um, but it's not dude. like uh it's not revealed that that was his plan no. at the end of this episode. So are you thinking that No, 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 but I'm saying that's and- a good theory. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying to like Alaria, like you think he's gonna try try again? Um, I don't know. I mean, it would really suck if I was right about Skip because I think Skip is awesome as a character. (laughs) I think it's so not you know, it's not traditional to have like this awfully evil looking demon guy be just such a pleasant human. You know, he shows up in this episode. Hey, how's it going? It subverts your expectations. It subverts your expectations. And I love that he's making pop culture references to mm-hmm. things that are happening at, that you know have seemed like so far away in pop culture, but they were only within the last year or two. Like he loves the Matrix, not a fan of Gladiator. <laughs> hey, I'm with Skip on this. Gladiator can kiss my ass. Yeah, imagine. He watches sports and he watches movies. Yep. You know he's just he's just kicked back in the recliner all weekend. On his days off. Mm-hmm. But what was your problem with Gladiator? Were, were you not entertained? <laughs> Thank you. Good, good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye, Robin. <laughs> My problem. I don't was, get it. <laughs> are you not entertained? <laughs> Is one of the major uh, lines. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my problem with Gladiator. I like to be able to follow the action. Oh, right, right. And I don't like being disoriented. You know, that's that's basically it. Um, so, yeah, Skip uh, meets Cordy. Cordy meets Skip. He's like, come with me if you want to live. I think that's what he said. And then he held out his hand. And, uh... You know, they, they actually... Uh, they actually watch uh, Hero on one of the TVs. Um, and uh, they... Cordy learns that Cordy was or Cordy learns that Doyle was not supposed to give uh, the visions to her. So, did you guys get any sort of feels seeing that scene on the TV or 
And it like, brought back the memory. Holy shit, what? <laughs> it brought back the memory of me yelling at Tim Minear for killing Doyle. <laughs> that's the that's that's the memory it brought back to me. Yeah. such a lie. Pardon? I feel like that is such a lie. I feel like Skip is lying. Yeah, yeah. Like right. Skip is Angel was the Sorry, go ahead, Steph. To get the so Angel was supposed to get the visions, and they were supposed to drive him crazy. That's what the way the powers that be wanted it to be. It's it's just ridiculous. Uh, I I don't understand why that would make any more sense. Maybe because then he would get redemption through suffering, but <laughs> you know, well, I don't I don't know. You know, I don't know. Uh, the, the other thing as well is. If Cordy wasn't around, if Cordy wasn't there, I'm not sure um, the visions would have been transferred at all. I, th- I think Doyle would still be alive because a lot of his sacrifice was to do with Cordy mm-hmm. and his feelings for Cordy. Well, yeah, but also to his his draw to like because he's been you know like a, a closeted half demon you know as yeah. a, in a way of speaking, and these demons needed his help, and then that was his way to express like you know accepting that demon side of him. I mean, his love for Cordy was definitely growing through those episodes, uh, but I think I don't think it was all about Cordy. I think you know it, him becoming a hero would have happened either way. So. When that that whole situation is set up at the beginning of the show, Doyle is the half demon that has the visions that gives Angel missions to go take care of things for the powers that be. Are the powers that be able to see the future and know that Doyle is going to eventually sacrifice himself, or is that something that the powers that be that couldn't couldn't see? My head hurts and my nose is starting to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, maybe the powers that be couldn't have called the Cordy thing. You know, so yeah, set up some sort of. I don't know. Thing. I'm starting to think these powers ain't all be all end all be. Uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's not as uh, as awesome a thing to be a power of the bees. Uh, I think they <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. I, I I think they're pretty much making it up as they go along. That's my theory. I think that uh, Doyle uh, is much more likely to have kissed Cordy than to have kissed Angel. So I don't know what people are thinking about. (laughs) Uh, Although that's a scene I would have liked to see. Doyle transferring the brows to Angel with a kiss. Because we know how they got transferred, right? Uh, At the end, spoilers, we're talking about the end now. Angel and Cordy. By the way, most unexpected kiss ever. Hello. (laughs) I did not expect that. (laughs) But, you know, she, she kisses Angel. Which was which was nice. You know, I mean, it was as hot as you can get kissing a crazy person. No offense, anyone, but he was really kind of out of it and, and, and I insane. I my wife. And, oh <laughs> and, and, and all of a sudden, it was an alternate reality. Yeah, it was an alternate reality <laughs> where where Wesley's torso is like much thicker for some reason. Right, Cordy is the only one who remembers this alternate reality. It's just very similar to um, another series I do, Babylon Five, where only one per one person kisses the other. It, another person in the future 
store, you know, flash forward thing. Um, so it, it's a weird thing. Cord at the moment, Cordy's kissed Angel, but Angel hasn't kissed Cordy. I see. Anyway, we really uh, should move along with this vision. Like, we meet Tammy, Tammy, uh, <laughs> who had the visions, and it blew out oh. the back of me skull. <laughs> I, I, it truly oh, did. I, oh, that, it really is one of the worst English accents I've heard. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was terrible, guys. I was. Although I must say, it was an impressive uh, open head wound. Yeah. 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 Head wound Harry's got nothing on her, let me tell you. Um, um, and so, yeah, Skip is really laying it on thick, man. You you go back to your body, Cordy, you're going to have one more vision, and you're going to die. Right. Like, you know, I'm, I, think, I think you should probably take my offer. <laughs> take my offer. Trust me. I'm Skip. I'm very pleasant and congenial. You can trust me. I'm not ever selfish. I'm always altruistic. I love the Matrix. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we hey, look, we're in the mall. You yeah. love the mall, right? Hey, you want a shaft? <laughs> you, want a, you want a pretzel? It's chocolate well, covered. The last straw is when he shows her shows uh, Angel talking to the quote conduit uh, <sighs> to the powers that be. Like, oh, she's selfish. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't deserve the powers or whatever. That it's, is so like, soap opera, you guys. Really of- so soap opera. <laughs> um. And then it's wait. What is so soap opera? What, you show up and someone is speaking about you in a negative way, and you don't stick around long enough to find out that, in fact, oh, they mean something oh, else. Oh, you don't see the context. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot the other point that yeah. right before this skip skip shows uh, Cordy the uh, the pilot to Angel. Um, and oh, uh, yeah. the part where Cordy meets party and does this whole football breakdown. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> the football breakdown was great. Um, I, I have to say yeah. that really, really took us back. Yeah, really took us back very, very long way. Um, and, and it's you know it's it's kind of neat to kind of you know imagine those two were in the same room and they didn't notice each other. I don't think that's possible. I don't think it would be possible. To I don't think so either. To miss Cordelia Chase at a party. But not even that; they would have met somewhere else. Yeah, very likely. Yeah, I I just thought it was a little too convenient, this alternate reality that he was posing for her. But hmm. I get it. Because wasn't this around the time that Cordy also caught the eye of that vampire? Oh, yeah. And he would have still tried to contact her anyway. Yes. Yeah. I think so. I think he was already on the hunt fire before he even met Cordy. So he would have at least ended up saving her at the house and like Yeah, she would have yeah. she would have been involved in the underground world of vampires of some way. Hmm. Weak argument, Skip. <laughs> if he's telling it's probably a lot. 
situations. I would think that uh, that Cordy would know a little bit about altering reality yeah. and the things that happen when you do that. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> like when she made a episode. wish. Yeah, but she doesn't remember that. Yeah. Well, it's true. It's a long time. The Wish was actually an episode of Buffy uh, season three covered by potential cast. It was uh, it was released May 16th, 2011. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, was the I was still a I was fatter then. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Yeah, The Wish. The Wish still has my favorite iteration of Buffy. Oh, like... With uh, the braid and the combat boots. Yeah. Like, I would do whatever she wants. Like, that that, that was... That 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 Buffy is, like, for me, like, the supreme Buffy. And she was, yeah, what, Buffy in Cleveland? Right? Hmm? Yeah. That's inconsequential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was Cleveland, well, right? Buffy doesn't know to, to, to rely on the, the power of friendship and community, you know? <laughs> Buffy killed. Yeah. Although I think that Buffy has a lot in in similarity to season six Buffy. Both of them yeah. are emotionally distant from the people around them. Hmm. Yeah. Although that Buffy didn't really have people around her. Hmm. Yeah, there's different On reasons purpose, there, I, but... I imagine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in that reality and in, the, and in this one, there is another Hellmouth in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I, I just, I love that joke in the Buffy season series. And now you can fill that Hellmouth with a championship trophy. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, shall we get into uh, what happens after she takes Skip's offer? What? Nothing happened. <laughs> what were your thoughts? I need to know. That was the greatest uh, Mary Tyler Moore <laughs> slash Friends type uh sitcom intro ever um Uh cordy seems like the worst show um, (laughs) but potentially like the nicest show pardon i can prove that to you what are you talking about sorry kim go ahead sorry i love the theme the theme for cordy very friendly maybe stay a while (laughs) while was actually written and sung by david greenwald and marty noxon (laughs) <laughs> what do you Marty mean Noxon you can plays Cordy's friend. what do you mean you can prove it to me yes Marty Noxon plays Cordy's friend during the opening credits but there is a seven minute excerpt of Cordy that was filmed on the redressed set of Dharma and Greg to give it the true sitcom oh, feel I thought it was like a recycled friend set no it was Dharma and Greg oh that's amazing uh, producer Tim Minear explains when you look at Charisma Carpenter, she does bear a resemblance to Mary Tyler Moore, uh-huh. and she's so funny. We all sort of had this fetish fantasy of seeing her on a brightly lit sitcom stage with people laughing at her jokes. However, the scene wasn't quite as funny as we wanted it to be. Uh, so, all but the opening credits were ultimately cut from the final episode. Although, I will be posting that scene in the potential cast group for you guys to watch. Awesome. I haven't seen that. Even though I haven't seen that, I'm looking forward to that. 
It's amazing. That's really great. <laughs> it's just like it's corny in a sitcom, it, like a '90s sitcom. It's it, it's not that funny, but it's just funny to funny to watch, I guess. They do a really good job though of changing her hair up during the uh, that little opening credit scene. It looks like they've taken clips from a show that's gone on for several seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, true. <clears throat> yeah, so Cordy's all rich and famous. She has an assistant who she doesn't berate nearly <laughs> enough, by the way. He acts like she's really <laughs> tough on him, but she isn't really. And here's the thing. I was convinced. Well, he's a bit distracted. Well, yeah. Ooh, shiny. Um, but uh, <laughs> I will say uh, I thought the way this was going to play out is that she was going to be transported into this new reality, but she would remember the old reality and would have difficulty adjusting to this new one. Which uh-huh. I, I like one of my most common um, uh, recurring nightmare themes is being put in a situation where I have to do something and everyone around me assumes that I know how to do it, but I don't. And sometimes it's like, okay, let's, let's go. You're on. And then I'm in a foreign country and I don't speak the language and everybody's relying on me as though I should know the language, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought Cordy was going to have to go through one of these. Oh my God, what do I do? I'm going to try to say a line. Ha ha. But in fact, um, But in fact, she 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 had no idea of any of the other stuff and was actually just fully in her world. Um, so later on, when she sees Wesley and Gunn, she has no recollection of them, um, and and it, and it really well, is amazing. No, but no no recollection of 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 anything since the last time she saw him in Sunnydale, right? So basically, we're in a situation where what's going to happen? How is she going to change her mind? Because that, for me, was eventually what was going to happen. Like, that, that to me, had to happen. How's she going to change her mind? And it's uh, it's all about uh-huh. the wallpaper, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and El Creepo so front weird. desk guy. Uh, that, that's another thing. If the timeline's been changed, how come that he's still there? Yeah. Why is that there? Because permanent marker meets alternate. permanent. <laughs> Skip sets up this alternate reality, but for some reason she feels this draw to the Hyperion and to the to this one seventy one oak to help this girl. Uh so why is that? This girl who's playing what? with witchcraft? Cole Predigan, bro. By the way, uh that girl, by the way, uh, uh, is Amy Garcia. She uh, played uh, Batista's sister, Jamie. On yes, Dexter. I recognized her. On what? Dexter. 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 Oh, that's a show with Michael. She looks Hall. very different. She looks very different on Dexter. She's had a. She looks over. so young. She looks so young because she probably was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's probably like eight or nine years older than Dexter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Cordy still um, driven by this mission, by this mm-hmm. this kind of as Skip mentioned it in the in in the full mall. Uh, this have you ever had the feeling you left the oven on? You know, <laughs> uh, well, you know what? Her true calling is to be a hero. Okay, uh-huh. Cordy's a hero, you guys. 
She's a selfless, um, self-sacrificing, uh, eyes on the prize, big picture focused hero. Okay. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. burden her friends who, who's just, you know, taking pain meds so she can get through the visions because she knows that that's her calling and that's what she has to do, which, you know, when given with, when given an opportunity to change her life about it, her first question was, how do I still get to communicate to Angel about this uh-huh. girl? Like, man, she was like, she, she, she was teaching us all a lesson there, man. Yeah. I mean, this is the third time she's had an opportunity to give up her visions. Yeah. It's, you know, uh-huh. every time she said, no, I, you know, I have to keep it. She, you know, end of season one, she made that decision. You know, then then again, end of season two in Pylea, she just wouldn't give them up. And now again, for the third time, she's made an active decision to keep those visions. She, she's meant to have them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, you've been with this Cordy for a few years now. Uh, I've in, in researching this episode, I did stumble across some, you know, just people talking online and just talking about how they just hate this version of Cordy. They hate that they turned her into this character. What? Well, they wanted her to be evil. They wanted her to be self-centered and snobby. And I guess. Yeah. I guess they just like she's not. She's not the same person anymore. Don't they remember the end of season one of Buffy when <laughs> she helped save the day? I mean, she didn't have to then, but uh-huh. she did. Right. So, I don't agree with it, but I was just like, wow, jeez. I mean, the, she, she's grown. She's grown. It mm-hmm. is it is a wonderful woman, you know? I don't know. I like her. Yeah. So uh, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Let's go so, back. Yeah. Why did they not like it? Did they want her to be ditzy, self-centered Cordelia forever? They just probably just felt that. I, I think they just felt like they changed her character. Like they changed her to be this. Yes, over three seasons. She wasn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Over three seasons. It's been a long time. Yeah. I would say over six seasons. You know, three and Buffy, three and Angel. Yeah. Um, so, Illyrio, you called out, uh, how awkward Wesley is looking as a one-armed person. Well, <laughs> you know, I guess they did what they needed to do, but man, he, he looked so much thicker <laughs> with the open shirt. I mean, couldn't yeah. they have just given him an eye patch or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, someone already has one. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not on this show. I mean, oh, that's true. No, but not even on the other show. That's later. I like that oh. you know, we're, we're actually um, right now in the middle of the uh, the Willow drug problem, uh, witchcraft drug problem. Uh, oh, my God. Point. Yeah. The last episode was wrecked around this time. So, um, But the, the cool the cool bit of trivia also uh, about uh, Wesley losing his arm. He says he lost his arm to a conjive demon. Um, actually, the demon that he was uh, fighting and trying to track down in the episode that he shows up in Angel called Parting Gifts, um, and Angel actually helps him fight it off. Um, Parting Gifts is actually a first season episode of Angel covered by Redemption Cast on March 12, 2012. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, See a running theme here. <laughs> if it wasn't for Angel, he would have lost his arm, yeah. Man, Cardi's so <laughs> important, if you guys. If it wasn't for Angel, we'd be done podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I do stuff out, and yet this is all my fault, isn't it? <laughs> well said. That's so funny. Nice. Steph would have made you do it anyway. It wasn't just me. Right. We didn't want to stop. No, no. no. Yeah, it's funny. You said true calling before. I'm like, we should do true calling after this. <laughs> the Liza Dish No, thanks. Come on, Jason Priestley's on that show. Jason Priestley? <laughs> yeah. Jason Priestley's on a new Canadian show that looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen the promos for that. Where he's an he's an ex hockey player turned private eye. Oh. I'm not kidding. <laughs> hey man, it'll work. Called the- Private Eyes, and the theme song is Yes, Private Eyes. Private uh, eyes. Oh. Wait, is it private ice. No eyes. Well, he's a hockey oh, player. It should he, be Private Ice. It should have been. It should have been. They missed. They missed the pun there. <laughs> they also about uh, thirty years too late because that sounds like a perfect nineties uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Canadians were not on the ball when it comes to television. Or so back to our vampire detective show. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> former former bad vampire. <laughs> Turned a good vampire, private eye. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we find Angel driven mad by the visions, and uh, Cordy realizes. All right. Let's talk about the elephant in the room here. I thought David Boreanaz's performance was atrocious. Yeah. It was so. Really? Bad. People in acting. I can never get it. I'm like totally into his show, and then people are like, "No, it's acting sucked." I'm like, "No, no, no." I didn't Listen, think it was. I don't think it moments. was that bad. I thought it was. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I will. I will admit when Dave Boreanaz does a good job, you know I do. But that was, I honestly, <laughs> I was watching that, and I was like, "Oh." I pulled a gym from the office. I looked somewhere where a camera would be. And you I looked was at like, the camera? I did one of those. I did one of those. I looked at the camera. And I was uh, very much... And then all of a sudden, she approaches the wild beast. In his natural habitat. You, you know? <laughs> she approaches the wild beast in his natural habitat. with. Uh, yes. Excuse me. I don't care how fucked up he is. Um, no one, no one would leave a mattress with a giant object underneath it. Like, lay that shit down, man. <laughs> lay it down flat. And what? He doesn't marry sheets? They, they, like, like they don't give him sheets so he can make his bed. Like, is he like, is he like this the whole time? He might use this. And he just gets worse sometimes. Robin, is that what we're led to believe? What? That Sorry, angel that. is yes. like this all the time, or worse. Yeah, I, I assume that the visions just keep coming oh, until dude. they're no, taken no care way. of, and then he, he's some sort of relief. That uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. But uh, yet they took care of Cynthia's uh, demon, right? Yeah. They killed that demon, yet he was still like babbling away in his room. And Doyle was okay. Mm-hmm. 
when he had the visions. Exactly. There, there's actually a yeah a bit of trivia around that too. Well, not trivia, but it's kind of a goof. I, th- this episode is resolved by turning Cordy half demon. Doyle was half demon, and he still had a lot of pain when he got visions. Mm-hmm. So well. I don't know. Is the vision real or is it something that he manifested? The vision Sorry, or the, the alternate the reality, reality excuse me. I think the alternate reality yeah, is real. It depends. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, okay. it, w- it would have been something he manifested if he was testing her. I'm convinced Skip really wanted that to be reality. Well, he could have been testing her to see if she was worthy of whatever is coming up next. Now, he got really upset with her, though, when she changed her mind, right? Yeah. Come on, we I had an agreement. Off. He's like, oh, now I got to think of another way to trap you or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. I'm just playing. I mean, did he like miss out on a bonus or something? Is this really what's going mm-hmm. on here? He the vampires this... are taking our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we need to build a wall made of light. <laughs> <laughs> and the angels will pay for it. I mean, the, the vampires will pay for it. <laughs> wall full of light. Well, uh, well, you could always vote to leave the powers of EUB. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't go into that. Just a couple of days away, no. That, that whole thing. Oh. <laughs> So, did you guys right, right appropriately uh, uh, respond to the whole Angel Cordy kiss? Did, were, were you were you intrigued? It were took you, me a second you... to figure out what she was doing. Yeah, and it really like, came oh, out of nowhere. She's, take, she's taking the powers back, or the visions back. The power back. There's your song. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I put songs at the end of these. <laughs> Yeah, it just took a second to to realize what she was doing. I was like, oh. But it only works if there is love. She would easily give back. Um, I think that Cordelia and Angel are going to get it on. Get it on. Yeah. (laughs) Earlier in the season, you were saying it felt forced. Does it still feel forced, this song? Angel and Cordelia thing. Forced? Yeah. As in like a relationship it, it, between them? Yeah, yeah. Uh I think it would be predictable, but I wouldn't I wouldn't look away. Ah I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I like them. I think I would like them together. When they were I, kissing there, I was just like, yeah. I can totally see them it. going to the mall and she goes uh, shopping and he sits in the boyfriend chair. <laughs> just looking like, ugh. That freaking lonely here. bench in the middle of the, 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 the walkway, just sitting there. Yep. So, uh, the visions ended, she gets the powers back, and uh, it she's suddenly like for some reason the vision that she had has already been taken care of that was something weird that stuck out to me i don't even know how to explain that what do you mean <laughs> when she comes back the vision's already taken care of oh she's yeah because like, because oh, one armed wesley because one armed wesley and bro gun uh took care of it that was in an alternate reality 
Uh, unless that unless that demon came from a different reality as well, and so ah. you know, if it's dead in an alternate reality, it's dead anyway. Ah. But, Interesting. Yeah, hmm. oh. interesting. That's weird how that would that would pop up the time one time. Well, that she's there's only one response to what Ian reality. said, and it's justified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time when I'm on my other podcasts. You know, <laughs> nice. So, I love that she's uh, decided. She's like realizes that she was she's half demon now. And the first thing she does is she checks for horns and checks for a tail. (laughs) So cute. And my last bit of trivia here is that Buffy did the same thing when she got the demon aspect in the episode Earshot, which was an episode of Buffy that you guys covered August 3rd, 2011. (laughs) Is this leading to something? What? (laughs) Where where are you going with this? (laughs) No, 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 it's never ending. Uh, This is great. We're all in this together. I don't know if I abide, but oh well. Hey, we have feedback. Are we going to be podcasting longer than the run of the actual shows in real time? Yes. (laughs) Um, Unless you count the comics. Oh, yeah. Comics don't count. Comics are stupid. Bruce writes... (laughs) <laughs> on the episodic level i like it it's a nice character study of cordelia who really can't avoid helping people now this is like her own version of the trial the alternate history is simple and works well in that she hasn't met gun or seen wesley since graduation day because she never met up with angel in la having the address on the renovated wall is questionable in that timeline but that isn't the only oddity so it's probably intentional on a broader level if there was ever an episode which can be studied and pondered over this would probably be the one. When Cordy first went into the coma, was that Skip fluttering around in the shadows and making with the scary whispers? Or did he have to get past something else to reach Cordelia? Was Tammy really called Tammy in 1630? As best I can tell, Tammy is the feminine form of Thomas, which means twin. Odd that Angel <laughs> talking to the conduit can be seen by Skip and Cordy, but not the other way around. Well, that's how uh, Christmas Carol works. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. Carol rules. Uh, <laughs> the conduit says that it speaks for the powers that be and will not interfere since Cordelia's path has already been chosen, while Skip says that he's from the powers that be and is asking Cordelia to choose a path. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, Skip is no good, man. Skip is no good. <laughs> the conduit says that the powers owe nothing, go away. Skip says that Cordy was meant to be famous and rich and the powers will make that happen. Lawrence says that only uh-huh. a champion can deal with the conduit, while Skip says there's a little that, that there's a little connection to the powers that be inside everyone. Cynthia York is a big fan. Maybe the famous person she just met would like to see her pentagram. <laughs> oh, I can buy that. I can buy that. There are those people who are so they have such a need to make a personal connection with a celebrity. Uh, that I, I can also imagine there's places on the internet. If she's researched um, pentagrams and stuff like that, there must be a place where you've got Cordelia's Chase's history. Oh, she went to Sunnydale High, where all this mysterious supernatural stuff goes on. So she must really like pentagrams. That'll, she'll think that's really cool. Cordy's got a whole Maybe. profile page on uh, demons, demons, demons. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it just me, or does Skip's final line sound like Cordelia finally reached the decision he expected, or wanted? It was Skip who first brought up the idea that nagging feeling like you've forgotten something, which is what alternate Cordelia experienced almost immediately. I'm not saying this specific uh-huh, thing uh-huh. is or isn't happening, but in the chronology of the show, it's only been five episodes since they introduced the idea of some outside agent hacking into their connections with the powers that be. Maybe security and or interpretation and and or some other issue needs to be attended to. Just something to think about or not. Bruce. Bruce, I don't know, man. I, I'm on the I'm on I'm not on the skip train. Uh, I think Skip is upset with Cordy because this ruins his chance to get his bonus. <clears throat> and so, yeah, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Good call. That's all the feedback we have. Uh, I'm presuming that it's just been so long that all our listeners are dead. <laughs> <laughs> or they've moved on to another Angel podcast. <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> well, they're stuck on the astral plane. Yeah. <laughs> Return to your seats. Uh, yeah. So that was feedback. Um, you guys ready to rate? Okay. Sure. Uh, who's first? We can let our guests I go like first if he's ready. Oh, go, Kim. Okay. No, no, Kim, go for No, Kim, go. Be our guest. Be our guest. If you, if you want me to, I'll, I'll go first. Well, I'm glad I've got this episode because it's a light episode for Angel. I mean, there's dark elements in it, but after the really heavily dark and intense episodes we've been having, birthdays, a lovely break point in the series, and it's got, I mean, Chip, whether he's a good character or a bad character, he's an interesting character, and Cordy's always brilliant. I also love some of the way this episode is shot, uh, especially when you get the alternate reality, there's a lot of contrast. You've got lovely gold in the Cordy set, and then this blue, this washed-out pale blue of Wes's apartment, and it feels so surreal, and I think that would have done quite well. Overall, lovely bit of fun story, and some mystery going forward, I think. So I'm going to give it Eight out of ten underpaid staff members. <laughs> I haven't got a good rating. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. Kim, you want to go? Sure. I really like this episode. I thought maybe it's mostly because I haven't seen Angel eh, since 2015. <laughs> I was good to revisit some old friends. Um, But yeah, I I tend to like the Cordelia episodes um, more and more. I've always liked Cordelia. Um, uh, I was hoping it would... This is so contradictory of me to say, because I was hoping it to be a little more more (laughs) farcy, like uh, funnier. But I, I guess I understand what, what they're what they were going for. Um, I honest to 
God was hoping to see a body switch when she sat on Angel. I was like, yes! And then, no. And then, when they were talking about uh, how Angel wasn't the Angel that she was used to in present day, of course, my ultimate dream, I was like, Angela! (laughs) It wasn't that either. So, but anyways, long story short, I really enjoyed um, the episode. It got me thinking about a couple theories for future I don't want to reveal now because I don't have them fully formed but mm-hmm. yes uh, but There's I don't know I think <laughs> <laughs> no I think I think I don't know I just don't I I don't think Cordelia is going to last to the end Ooh. and I big yeah and I think this episode hinted at it and then it gave us a little bit of hope because at the end, she was freaking levitating, which was awesome. But oh, I to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of big. Yeah, big reveal. But uh, um... I, I just don't feel she's going to make it. And I don't know why, how, when, where, what yet. But I, I, it was a bit of foreshadowing for me in this episode. Anyways, I will give it also 8 out of 10 acceptance speeches. Oh, um, sorry, before anyone else goes, when she, uh, Cordy was levitating, did anyone expect her to kind of kick her legs out in kind of a Disney-esque manner kind of go, I'm floating. <laughs> that would have been no. awesome. <laughs> you can fly, you can fly. I just like when they're all like, um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was great. I thought this episode was fantastic, and although I'm less of a fan of ancient Persian languages, Farsi, uh, uh, I got that. as soon as I said it, I was yeah, like, right. oh. yeah. I just every time I hear it, I just think the same thing. That one. A student I knew while I was at school uh, who just made her whole PhD doctoral thesis on Farsi and variants of it. And I was like, how do you exist in the same city as me? And it's just on my brain. (laughs) So I loved it. I thought it was great. I love those out-of-body experience tropes. I love it, too. I loved loved her having to choose. I loved the Cordy show. I loved her assistant. Skip can go fuck himself. This episode gets 9 out of 10. Uh, um, 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 really dangly lorn horns. Oh, <laughs> lorn horns, lorn horns. Oh. <laughs> I will, I will say, I love it. It's so much fun. It's just a great character, uh, a character, uh, portrait of Cordy. Um, the only I give it, I take a point away for angels for uh, David uh, David. Uh, hey, what? <laughs> David Boreanaz is terrible acting. Oh, he was bad, but he wasn't David Duchovny bad. Come on. <laughs> no, David Duchovny's not bad. He makes interesting choices. Interesting choices. <laughs> <laughs> so nine out of ten. Overly lit. Lame sitcom sets. <laughs> I love and that. And again, that that uh, that scene is on the on the potential cast page. I have tagged you guys in it, so 
he should show up in your notifications. Nice. Um, and for me, I love the episode. We're we're halfway through season three. This is a very this is this is a very awesome Cordy episode. A very uh, it's a wonderful life kind of episode. It's also yeah. Very, it's a very important episode. It's a you know it's a big change has just happened to Cordy. This is huge, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, you know as a person that's seen this series a few times over all the way through, it's interesting to see you know from that point of view. So that's all I'll say. Uh, I'm going to say uh, uh, nine out of ten uh, phantom birthday parties. Aww. and uh, that gives us an eight point six for this nice. episode. Dennis. Hey, that's what we the thought. You can let us know. You can let us know what you think <laughs> by sending us an email Sorry. at redemptioncast@gmail.com. Correct. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> you can go to the Facebook group, facebook.com/group/potentialcast, redemptioncast.blogspot.com, and at redemptioncast. Robin, what's our average? Uh, you saying this is the highest score this season so far? I was wrong. It's the second highest. Uh-huh. I, I, I. I looked right over Lullaby because it's so generic because it seems like, well, every one of us gave it a 10. So (laughs) that that is, that is the perfect episode this season. Uh, So sorry. It's the second. Yeah. I mean, this episode didn't have Darla. So. Nope. 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 Hey, uh, is it time to quote? Yay. Hey guest Ian, give us a quote. Hey, I get to go first and quote. I don't normally get to do this on my show, so I'm going to go for Lorne. I love a God song. Get me a sea breeze. <laughs> Kim? So I'd score a touchdown, metaphorically speaking. Hell yeah! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Dirty people, not touching the baby. But pig drinking blood suckers are okay. I meant that in a nice way. <laughs> uh, hey, is it true that you and Wes were, you know, that you had a little humiliating kiss where he drooled all over my chin? Yeah, but I've worked really hard to repress it. <laughs> um. I just like to say thank you. You believed in me when no one else would. Even <laughs> in my darkest hours, you were there for me, and that means more to me than you'll ever know. I guess what I'm really trying to say is, I love you to all my fans. This is for you. Now I'm going to do my quote. Now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Lauren saying, "Jumping Judas on a unicycle." Okay. <laughs> Can I have another one? Um, Yeah, I've got more to Did you get the information? Oh, why yes, Angel. My horn should grow back in a couple of days. So kind of you to be concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think Angel may have gotten some of Cordy's bitchiness and Cordy got some of Angel's uh, awesomeness Birdiness. over the years. <laughs> I think I think sometimes she's as much of a champion as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cool. I, I got another one. Oh, um, awesome. 
actually, this is more of a construct of them all. You know, like in The Matrix. You've seen The Matrix? Love that flick. When Trinity's all, dodge this, and the agent goes and crumbles to the... I'm not really instilling any more awe, am I? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love Skip. Love Skip. Go fuck yourself, Skip. (laughs) You got all selfish and all that. Any other quotes, or are we ready to wrap up? We're taking our jobs. What? Oh, you're quoting an evil orange man. Um... <laughs> By the way, uh, since this is going to get published for a while, let's have two takes of uh, our reaction to the referendum in Great Britain. Uh, oh, my God. I always knew that Britain would stay in the EU. Thank goodness. Thank Oh, really? Oh, that's... Oh. I'm glad Although, that fright was over. I mean, they're going to mess it up. They're, they're going to mess things up anyway. No, we're in the future, Ian. We're in uh, the future. Uh, um, oh, man. Can you believe those idiot, limey bastards voted to leave the EU? wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> That's a really good take on I it. can't believe Great Britain was on the back of a turtle this entire time. <laughs> yeah. It's weird how that happens, huh? Science this and science that, and it's just some stupid giant turtle. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, what's on the slate for next time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, next time, we got 55 episodes mm. left. Uh, <laughs> episodes. Four, Four more years. years. Four more years. <laughs> yes. We, yeah. uh, the next episode is called Provider. Oh, nice. Someone's gonna get all, hey, I gotta provide for you. <laughs> Probably with a ledge creeper, creepy voice. Let's see how many episodes they keep the baby <clears throat> out of the picture. Yeah, because the baby just kind of disappeared today in this one. <laughs> it was there for the beginning and then poof. That's a good point, isn't it? I wonder if Dennis has a, a sister ghost who's a nanny. Right? That'd be funny. Ian, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's been great we being on. Loved having you on. Now plug away, please. Okay, well, I do actually do a couple of podcasts, one of which is down below, a Babylon 5 podcast. We've just started season five, so getting very close to the end now, but... <coughs> You can still find us. That's down below the podcast. It's on um, Facebook, and you can find us uh, online in the usual places. I also do We're a Queer, which is a Doctor Who podcast from a queer perspective. Um, and there's no new episodes of Doctor Who out at the moment, so we're watching old episodes, and we have discussions on various little subjects. Hmm. Awesome. Um, when's the next Doctor Who episode airing? Is it the Christmas special that's airing? It'll be the Christmas special, but there's a um, spin-off that's starting at some point. We still don't know when. Called Class. Oh. Uh, is it yeah. going to be more or less sexy than Torchwood? I think it's meant to be a bit less sexy. Okay. I think it's aimed at um, teenagers. Uh, wait, Torchwood wasn't? <laughs> yeah, I missed that show. Yanto. 
Uh, we just finished reviewing Greeks Bearing Gifts. Huh, nice. Uh, that'll be out in a uh, couple of weeks. Fantastic. Uh, thanks again, Ian. We really appreciate it. Uh, everyone, thank yeah, you for good being on. Awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sticking with us. We're sticking with this. It's just been a little uh, busy. Uh, the summer should maybe free up a little bit, though. All right. Uh, until next time, goodbye. Namaste. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
the class, but the lesson plan he can't recall. The student's eyes don't perceive the lies mounting up every fucking wall. Closure was well kept. I guess he fears playing the fool. The place the students sit and listen to that bullshit that he'd learned in school. Europe, my book to swing on. Get on the fake from it. Then we hang from it. Okay, anonymous. <laughs> Underground. Underground. <laughs> that's just Ian. Ian's making a lot of noise, but hopefully we'll get that figured out soon. Hello, internet. How are you? It's been a long time. Happy birthday, Robin. Uh, go ahead and. Yeah. Say that thing. All right. You may find yourself living in a shotgun shack, and you may find yourself in another part of the world. And you may find yourself in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may 